going to be cleansed. We are going to be washed by your word. We appreciate you. Thank you for the washing of the water of your word this morning. Thank you for the washing of the water of your word this morning. Thank you for the washing of the water of your word this morning. Oh, Father, we thank you. Lift up your voice and give him thanks. 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 Lord, we thank you. We appreciate you. Thank you, Lord, that this morning we are going to be washed by your word. We are going to be cleansed by your word. We are going to be purified by your word. We thank you for the wisdom of your word. We thank you for the influence of your word. We thank you for the power of your word. Oh, Father, we thank you. Receive our praise. Thank you for all our listeners across the globe. Thank you for the power of your word that is going to manifest in their lives. Thank you for deliverance. Thank you for healings. Thank you for restorations. Thank you for directions. We give you all the praise. In Jesus' precious name, we have prayed. Hallelujah. The covenant of favor, part two. Praise the Lord. The covenant of favor, part two. The covenant of favor, part two. Ecclesiastes chapter 9, verse 11. I returned and I saw under the sun that the race is not to the sea, nor the battle to the strong, neither yet bread to the wise, nor yet riches to men of understanding, nor yet favor to men of skill, but time and chance happen to them all. Hallelujah. Amen. So it is not enough to be skillful. It is not enough to have understanding. It is not enough to be wise. It is not enough to be strong. You need God's favor. Amen. You need God's favor for your skills to be productive. You need God's favor for your strength to materialize in the day of battle. You need favor for your wisdom to bring you bread. Hallelujah. Is it yet bread to the wise? Bread to the wise. So you can be wise and still lack bread. You can be wise and still lack what? Bread. So you need favor for being wise, for your wisdom to produce bread for you. You need favor for your wisdom to produce bread for you. You need favor for your strength to produce victory for you in the day of battle. You need favor so that your speed as a runner will make you number one spot. We'll give you the number one spot. Hallelujah. <laughs> I saw, I returned and I saw under the sun that the race is not to the swift, nor the battle to the strong. So no matter how fast you are, in life, you need God's favor to win the race. You need God's favor for them to give you the number one spot. Hallelujah. Amen. So in other words, without God's favor, there is no life. Amen? Amen. Without God's favor, there is no what? There is no life. Without God's favor, there is no life. Let's just understand that way. That is how it is. Without God's favor, there is no life. It is God's favor that brings life. Hallelujah. Amen. In Psalms 30 verse 5, you can read Psalms 30 verse 5 for us. Hallelujah. 
Psalms 30 verse 5. Psalms 30 verse 5. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Psalm 30 verse 5. This is King James. For his anger endured for a moment, but in his favor is life. Weeping may endure for a night, but joy cometh in the morning. In his favor is what? Life. Hallelujah. Another translation says, His favor is for a lifetime. Hallelujah. His favor is for what? A lifetime. As believers, it is good to be skillful. As a believer, it is good to seek wisdom, to be wise, so that you will know how to guard your affairs, manage your affairs. It is good to be strong in your spirit, to build your spirit in strength. But all of that will not guarantee success outside God's favor. Hallelujah. It will not guarantee success outside what? God's favor. Now, last week, we said time and chance is what we call favor in the kingdom of God. We look at it, time and what? And chance. New uh, Living Translation put it this way. It said, being at the right place at the right time. That is what we call favor. Being at the right place at the right time. So many musicians, skillful musicians, very eloquent voices. Nobody have heard their song once because they were never at the right place at the right time. Their songs were not played at the right place at the right time. The same with preachers, the same with so many athletes. Nobody saw them play. Nobody saw them play. Hallelujah. Now, we took time to explore the mystery of time. That time, when creation began, time was factored into creation. Time was put into creation. And because time was put into creation, time has to work for you. Seasons have to work for you in order for you to enjoy favor. Time has to work for you. Seasons have to work for you. Praise the Lord. And that is why Ephesians chapter 5 says that redeeming the time for the days are what? evil, redeeming the time. That means that as believers, we have to go back and take over time. We have to take over time. Time has to be at our command. Time has to be at what? Our command. Time must be favorable to us. Time must be favorable to us. If time and seasons are not favorable to you, no matter the nations of the earth, the nation of the earth you find yourself, Things will not work for you. That is the truth. If time and season is in your favor, even if they were to put you in North Korea, you will prosper mightily. You will do what? You know the hardest place of the earth cannot withstand, cannot withstand God's favor. Let me let me put it this way: the most extreme, dry, poverty area on this earth, cannot withstand the favor of God. That if you are put in that place, and the favor of God is upon you, time and season is working for you, that environment will answer you. Things will happen for you. Hallelujah. Things will happen for you. And this is what most people have not understood. So they are changing geography. They are trying to change locations. Changing locations with that favor you will end up in frustration. 
And those of us in America, we can say this. You saw how some people came here. They were, they were, they were quite better back home. When they came here, things never accepted. The times and the seasons here did not accept them. Some became homeless. Some to even get ticket to go back home. It's not possible. Hallelujah. We need to understand this. And the devil is using these things, time and season, to work against men. If the devil is going to work against you, it's in the area of time. You will make sure time is not favorable to you. The seasons are not favorable to you. Remember Genesis chapter 6, I believe, or is it Genesis chapter 8, when Noah made a sacrifice and God smelled a sweet odor. Hallelujah. What was the words that came out of God's mouth? He said, as the earth remains, see time and harvest shall not cease. Cold, heat, summer, winter will not cease. These are seasons that have been put in place to work in your favor. All right. Let me take you back to the beginning. Genesis chapter 6, 8 22. Genesis 8 22. Let me take you back to creation. When God created the earth, when God created, apart from the spiritual realm, in the spiritual realm, creation in the spiritual realm has no time. There was no time put in creation, the spiritual creation. There was no time put in there. That is what they call it eternity. There's no time over there. In the spiritual realm, listen, if you were to think an apple fruit, immediately it will be there. In the realm of the spirit, your thought is more faster than the fastest jet ever manufactured. In the realm of the spirit, any thought that comes out of your, 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 your head is manifested instantly. In the realm of the spirit, if Jesus was to give you an encounter with him in the spirit, the moment you think something, he will answer you. Amen? Because there's no time. Are you getting it? There's no time to block your thoughts. Amen? Now, if your thought is as powerful in the realm of the spirit, imagine your wife. Are you hearing me? The moment you pick it in the spirit realm, it has happened already. Now, how much was speaking it? So, in the natural, time was put in place so that man will operate by faith for your thoughts and your words to reduce the gap of the manifestation of the things that you are thinking and saying. That's why the scripture says, Jesus said, whosoever shall say to this mountain, be thou removed and cast into the sea, and shall not doubt. He said, he will have whatsoever he says. So time was put in place, listen carefully, time was put in place for us to walk in faith. Because in the realm of the spirit, you don't need faith. Your thoughts are your realities. Your thoughts are your what? 
your realities. In the realm of the spirit, you don't depend. Your thoughts are realities. There was no time, there was no season set in the creation of the spiritual world. But in the creation of the material world, time and seasons were put in place. Time and seasons were put in place. And these were put in place because God wanted man to exercise faith. Amen. God wanted man to do what? To exercise. Because in the realm of the spirit, the angels of God, they don't need faith. That's why when you go to heaven, you don't need faith there. Faith is for this dispensation. It's for this dispensation. Grace is for this dispensation. Because everything will be as it should be in the realm of the spirit. Hallelujah. So when God created the earth, time and seasons were put in. And time and seasons were ordained to be blessings. To be unique to mankind. Now what happened was that when the devil sinned against God, that order was corrupted. Time and seasons came under the corruption of sin. And the devil began to use time and seasons to work for his children. The devil began to use time and seasons to use the elements. That is why, so in some cases, you will hear some people say they travel to Jupiter. He said there are demons from Jupiter, Mars, you know, all kinds of those things. You've been seeing it on TV. Demon, the demonic world gained access to creation because of sin. And they began to manipulate the elements to work in their favor. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. So when Jesus came, so because of that, there was necessarily a need for the new creation to happen. The new creation must happen for everything to be reconciled back to God. For everything to become new to God. There was no way God could just continue creation without starting something new. So that is why in, in Genesis, you see Adam eating the fruit. Then in Romans, we see Jesus being the second Adam, a life-giving spirit. And that creation in Christ Jesus is superior to that of Adam. Praise the Lord. All right. So what happened was that when Jesus came and the new creation started, what happened was that Jesus, the time and seasons, the elements, all the things of this order, this material world, all the creation of the material world, everything was reconciled back to Christ. He fixed everything. He fixed the universe. He fixed all creation. Wherever anything created in this material universe, Christ is filling it. Praise the Lord. Now let's prove that by going to Ephesians chapter 1. Ephesians chapter 1. Ephesians chapter 1 all the way to the last verse. Now let me read verse 20 to 23. It says, which he wrought in Christ when he raised him from the dead and set him at his own right hand in heavenly places far above all principality and power and might and dominion and every name that is named not only in this world but also in that which is to come and has put all things under his feet now notice here all things all things ever created under his control 
the cosmos, the universe, the elements, everything under his control. Praise the Lord. Put everything under his control and has put all things under his control. All right, let me read verse. Verse 20 again, uh, verse 21. Far above all principality and power and might and dominion and every name that is named, not only in this world, but also in that which is to come. So you see that the creation of Jesus goes beyond this particular one that we are seeing. It goes beyond this dispensation. He said, not only in this world, not only in this dispensation, but in that which is to come. Now, please pay attention because if you don't get this, it will be difficult to walk in favor. Then the next one says that, and has put all things under his feet and gave him to be the head over all things to the church. Everything under his feet. The worlds to come under his control. The seasons to come under his control. The time set for this earth, for this universe, under his control. So time and seasons has been redeemed in Christ Jesus. Hallelujah. The new creation in Christ Jesus has redeemed times and seasons in our favor. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. The new creation in Christ Jesus has what? It has redeemed times and seasons in our favor. The meaning that a believer can function, can be blessed in all seasons. It doesn't matter what it, it is winter, what it is cold, it is heat, summer, whatever that season is. As a believer, under this new covenant, you are destined to be blessed in all seasons. Because time is not at your favor. Time is not working for you. He said, not only in this world, but the wars to come, the wars to come, everything has been reconciled to him. Thank you, Jesus. Now look at verse 23. He said, which is his body, the fullness of him that filleth all in all. Did you see that? Which is his body? The church is the body of Christ. Is that not it? The church is what? The body of Christ. And the body of Christ must fill every place. The body of Christ must be found in every nation of this earth. The body of Christ must be filled in all nations of this earth. Hallelujah. Amen. Let me read it again. Which is his body? The fullness of him that filleth all in all. So now the whole creation now wherever you as a new believer find yourselves, if demonic forces were dominating that place, because you have stepped into that place, that place is reconciled to Christ Jesus. Hallelujah. Remember we are told in the book of uh, 1 Corinthians, it said, now we are ambassadors of Christ. Did you see that? Representatives of what? Christ Jesus. So wherever you find yourself, that place, according to scriptures, must be reconciled to God because of your presence there. Hallelujah. The times and seasons, the elements in that dominion, in that domain, in that lo location, in that vicinity, 
must be reconciled to God because of you. Hallelujah. But if a believer is not conscious of God's favor, if a believer is not conscious of the control of time and element, these things will be working against him. So that is why believers have found themselves in so many places and things are not happening and they are wondering why. Because they are not conscious that that environment where they are is even filled with the fullness of God. He fills all things, filled all things. Look at that verse again. You will need to meditate on it. Which is his body. So, so wherever you find yourself, you are the body of Christ. You are a member of his body. He said the fullness of him. Hallelujah. The fullness of him. That filled all in all. The fullness of him. So wherever you find yourself, wherever you find yourself, time and season must work for you. Hallelujah. That is what we call favor. Wherever you find yourself, time and season must work for you. Why? Because you are a member of his body and of his fullness. Remember John chapter 1 verse 16. We have received grace for what? Grace. That is favor upon favor. One level of favor to another level of favor. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Now, let me continue further. In, in Isaiah 62, let's go to Isaiah 62 so that we link it to this. You know, last week, we spent time talking about favor in the Old Covenant. You see that the children of Israel were in bondage for 430 years. The times and seasons that were set to work against them was 400 years. But because they didn't know, they did extra 30 years. Extra what? 30 years. And it is so, in this dispensation, most believers are not aware that even where they are, times and seasons must work for them. The earth must work for them. The elements there must work for them. The earth must work for them. The world, the systems there must work for them. Please take time and listen to last Sunday's message because I took time to deal with the systems. Wherever you find yourself now as a new covenant believer, the systems must work for you. Time must work for you. Seasons must work for you. The universe must be in your favor. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Isaiah 61 Listen carefully to this prophetic word concerning Jesus Christ. Isaiah 61 verse 1 and 2. Hallelujah. The Spirit of the Lord is upon me because the Lord has anointed me to bring good tidings unto the meek. He has sent me to bind up the brokenhearted, to proclaim liberty to the captives and the opening of the prison to them that are bound. Verse 2. Now, what was the reason for the captivity? The opening of the prison. What was the reason for these people? How did these people find themselves in prisons? Broken hearted? It was because of sin. It was because of what? Sin. When sin came in, everything was corrupted. Sin, when sin set in, favor was withdrawn. So man found himself in this place. Look at verse 2. To proclaim the acceptable year of the Lord. 
Have you ever imagined what that word means? That phrase means? The acceptable year of the Lord is God's favor. Acceptable. Acceptable year. Eh? We are in the acceptable year of the Lord. The dispensation that we have is God's favor. Is what? Is God's favor. The acceptable year of the Lord is God's favor. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. So, so Jesus came to usher us into, you see the word year? He said the acceptable year. In fact, if it was us, we would have used the word years. But see, in God, a year in God can be a billion years to us. So mean that the creation in Christ Jesus is the creation of favor. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. The creation in Christ Jesus is what? Is the creation of favor. Is the creation of favor. Because he came to reconcile the elements to himself. He came to reconcile the years to himself. He came to reconcile the months, the times and seasons to himself. Hallelujah. So these things must work for you. Amen. Hallelujah. This thing, the sun must work for you. The moon must work for you. Everything must work for you. Praise the Lord. That's what Jesus said. If you keep quiet, even the stones will cry out. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Yet, believers, we don't know this. All believers who go the, the zodiac signs and all those things, what do you think they are doing? And I said, what is the universe saying? He said, connect yourself. How, how many of you have heard motivational speakers talk about how if you are grateful, you, you become one with the universe? How many of you have heard phrases like that? He said, connect to the universe. Th these are things meant for believers in Christ Jesus. Christ died to redeem everything to himself, to reconcile everything to himself, so that these things will work for you. The enemy is taking it busy using it wrongly. <laughs> Hallelujah. In the Garden of Eden, was there a prayer point for Adam? No. All the animals there, Adam, when they brought the animals to Adam, Adam named each one of them. Everything was in unity. Everything synchronized with Adam. Adam was in sync with everything. Did you see that? Did you notice that? That is why the lion couldn't attack Adam. The elephant was his pet. All the wild beasts that we have today, that when we see them, we are running away. They were all Adam's pet because everything was in sync with him. But when sin happened, when sin entered in, these things became, the order was disorganized. They became one beast. They became one beast. Man was no longer in favor with God. Do you notice that Jesus quoted this scripture in as, uh, Luke chapter 4 verse 18? To proclaim the acceptable year of the Lord. So we are in the year of his favor. Do you notice that the next one says, and the day of vengeance of our God? Do you notice that? That is yet to come. That day is yet to come. 
That means that there's a dispensation coming that is going to witness the vengeance of God. Amen? Uh, we are not going to be here to experience that. The rapture will take place. That's the beginning. When the rapture takes place, that's the beginning of what? The vengeance of God. That will be the beginning of that dispensation. That will be the beginning to where the final judgment will be given. And those, those the righteous will be given the kingdom of God to possess forever. The wicked one and the devil and his angels will be cast into the lake of fire called the second death. That is the day of vengeance. Hallelujah. Now, to go further, in the Old Testament, the word favor is translated grace in the Old Testament. In the Old Testament, the word favor is translated what? Grace. In the New Testament, it is slightly different, but with an addition. It's almost the same, but with an addition. In the New Testament, the word favor is translated grace. And kindness. <laughs> Hallelujah. Grace and what? And kindness. No. So when the scripture says that grace and truth came by Jesus Christ, if we were to translate it, and I believe that sometimes we need to interchange these words. Because most believers, when they use the word grace, it sounds so common to them. That is why we titled this message the covenant of favor. When we use the word grace, they just think that grace is God forgiving you your sins and that is it. No. Grace means favor. Grace means what? Favor. 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 And just like in the Old Testament, when they were about to come out of Egypt, God gave them favor in the sight of who? The Egyptians. It is so. And they came up with substance. They came up with gold. They came up with material things, material possessions. All their hard labor for 430 years, God paid them in one single day with his favor. God is going to pay you with his favor. Amen. I said God is going to pay you with his favor. Amen. God is going to pay you with his favor. Amen. All your labor in his house. Thank you, Jesus. All your commitment. All the things you've been doing is asked, God will pay you with his favor. Amen. One day in God's favor is worth billions years of hard labor. For 430 years, they suffer hardship. Nothing work. I mean, can you imagine? No minimum wage. Here we have minimum wage and we are complaining. Over there, there was nothing like minimum wage. You work for Pharaoh for free. They build cities for free. They build highways for free. All the inventions in Egypt that everybody is hailing the Egyptians, uh, scientific technology, you know, construction, engineering, ability, they were all down by the slaves in Egypt. For 430 years, the children of Israel in slavery devised engineering feats that today our modern engineers are still trying to understand it. They are still trying to understand how the pyramids were put together. There are some things that have been discovered 
that our modern day engineers have no idea of having those engineers in the old they did it. And he did all of those things for free. A day came when the time and season shifted in their favor. When the elements began to work in their favor, they spoiled the Egyptians. They took all the gold. They took all the silver, the diamonds, the necklace, all the things that the Egyptians were boasting and you know, you know, they were putting all these things on. They, were, they thought they were human. You know, anytime they wore those things, they thought they were high class. They gave all those things to the children of Israel in one day. One day. One single day. If one small token of God's favor came upon the children of Israel. Egypt, all their material things, they lost it one single day. That is what will happen to you today. Amen. I said that is what will happen to you today. Amen. You will be touched by God's favor. Amen. I said you will be touched by God's favor. Amen. You will be touched by God's favor. Amen. A drop of God's favor is coming upon you. Amen. A drop of God's favor is coming upon you. An overflow of God's favor is coming upon you. An overflow of God's favor is coming upon you. An overflow of God's favor is coming upon you. In the name of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. So in the New Testament, the word favor means grace and kindness. Hallelujah. It means grace and kindness. All right. Thank you, Jesus. In Ephesians chapter 1, verse 23, where we read earlier, there's a translation called Weymouth New Testament. Weymouth New Testament. He said this. He says, The completeness of him fills the universe with himself. The completeness the church is the completeness of Christ Jesus here on earth. It says, He feeds the whole universe. He feeds the whole universe with what? With Himself. So there's no way a believer should be in Afghanistan and be suffering. There's no way a believer should be in Iraq and be suffering because He feeds the whole universe with Himself. If we, if we understand, what favor is. And I want to submit this to you. As a New Testament believer, the most important thing to think about, to think deeply, consciously, if I, that could come to a point where unconsciously you'll be thinking it, unconsciously you'll be saying it, is God's favor. Are you hearing me? Pray a lot, fast a lot. But think a lot on God's favor. Think a lot on God's favor. Think a lot on God's grace. Think a lot on God's kindness. Just like in the supernatural, if you were to think God's favor, you will see favor instantly. Is that not it? If you were to think an apple tree, you see an apple tree. If you were to think of anything you were to think in the realm of the spirit will happen. In the natural, as you give time to think, to meditate, to become conscious, and subconsciously, you are taking of God's favor, you'll be attracted to His favor. His favor will come upon you. It's called charisma. Charisma. And that's the word we have charismatic. 
Hallelujah. Let me repeat this again. The new covenant, the new creation was created on the basis of God's favor. So if we are to think and live in this new covenant, the most, the most important way to live by is God's favor. In God's favor. So you have an advantage. It doesn't matter where you find yourself. You have an advantage. So the more we think of God's favor, the more we are connected to him. Heart to heart. There are some things I don't want to get into. But what was the reason why God had to put favor there? What was the reason why favor had to be the essence of creation? It has to be of favor so that he could marry his creation. Amen? It has to be of favor so that he could do what? He could marry his creation. It has to be of his favor. Of his fullness. We have received grace for Grace is fullness. Praise the Lord. Let's write some commentary on these scriptures. John Gospel chapter 1. John Gospel chapter 1 verse 16. And of his fullness, what is Jesus full of? And of his fullness. What is Jesus full of? What is Jesus overflowing with? What is it about Jesus? We have received what? Grace for grace. So the new creation was created with favor being the major reason in order for Christ to become our bridegroom. That is why I say he that finds a wife finds a good thing and obtains favor of the Lord. His favor brought us to him as his bride. He is full of favor, of his fullness, of his fullness we have received. Favor upon favor. In fact, in order to say favor upon favor, let's say we have received unlimited favor. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Of his fullness, we have received what? Amen. Unlimited favor. Say me, of his fullness, I have received unlimited favor. Say it again, of his fullness, I have received unlimited favor. Of his fullness, I have received unlimited favor. That makes you his bride. Hallelujah. That makes you his what? His bride. That makes you his, his bride. Thank you, Jesus. Verse 17 says that for the law was given by Moses, but grace and truth came by Jesus Christ. 
grace, unlimited favor came through Jesus Christ. Look at Ephesians chapter 3 verse 10. Ephesians chapter 3 verse 10. We have received unlimited favor. Look at Ephesians chapter 3 verse 10. Let me read verse 8 to 10. Unto me, who am less than the least of all the saints, is this grace, favor given unto me, that I should preach among the Gentiles the unsearchable riches of God. Unsearchable means unending riches. Riches that you can't finish searching it. The more you search, the more you find. The deeper you search, the deeper it will get. Amen? And to make all men see what is the fellowship of the mystery which from the beginning of the world has been hidden in God who created all things by Christ Jesus. He said, the mystery that was hidden from the beginning of the world, hidden in God, who created all things by Christ Jesus. Look at verse 10. To the intent that now unto the principalities powers in heavenly places might be made known by the church the manifold wisdom of what? Of God. That the church have received unlimited grace to make known unto principalities and powers in heavenly places the manifold wisdom of God. That the church is not in control of the heavenly places. The church is in control of what? The heavenly places. The heavenly places can no longer work against a believer. The heavenly places can no longer be manipulated to work for demonic men, to work for cultic men. The heavenly places is now under our control. Hallelujah. Because the scriptures that we are raised together with Christ Jesus made to sit together with him where? In heavenly places. Hallelujah. But the scripture is saying that the church must display the wisdom of God to the principalities and powers that were once ruling the heavenly places. And how would the church do that? By the favor of God. Hallelujah. By God's favor. By God's favor. To the intent now all the principalities and powers in heavenly places. So demonic men, demonic women are consulting in Ephesians chapter 6. There's one category of demonic classes called spiritual wickedness. Where? In high places. Let's go there. Let's go there. Let's go there. Let's go there. Ephesians chapter 6. Praise the Lord. Look at verse 12. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness. In where? In high places. This spiritual wickedness, they are not in this domain. They are not in this atmospheric domain. They are in heavenly places. They are the ones controlling the times and seasons. They control who becomes the next president of nations. They control who becomes an athletic star. They control who becomes a music star. They control who becomes a king. They control the universe. 
they control the elements. But the church has been given the favor of God Amen. to display the wisdom of God, Amen. to dislodge spiritual wickedness in high places. These are no rulers of darkness. Rulers of darkness take their instructions from spiritual wickedness in high places. They are the one causing believers not to experience favor because they control the elements. Hallelujah. They are the one doing what? They are the one causing so many believers not to experience God's favor, not to enjoy God's favor because they control times, they control seasons. Hallelujah. But because we have been saved by grace, we were created by God's favor, and Christ has filled everything, the fullness of Him that filled all the universe. Thank you, Jesus. No demon will work against you again. Amen. I said, no demon will work against you in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. He said, to the intent, to the intent, that we must show these forces of darkness. We must display the wisdom of God to them. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Are you blessed this morning? Is the word of God washing you? Yes. Is the word of God washing your mind? Amen. But to be, look, to be, not to be favor minded is suicidal. <laughs> not to be favor minded is what? Is suicidal. Not to be favor minded is suicidal. Because the forces of darkness will show you better. They will make sure time does not work for you. They will make sure the elements are against you. They will make sure you are not in the right place. You are not in the. You are always in the wrong place. So not to be favor-minded is suicidal. As a believer, for you not to be favor-minded is suicidal. Is suicidal. You are committed. You are committing spiritual suicide. If you are not favor minded. As a New Testament believer, you are committing spiritual suicide if you are not favor minded. Let me repeat it. And please, everybody, hear this and hear it loud and clear. As a New Testament believer, as a New Covenant believer, you are committing spiritual suicide if you are not favor minded. If, cons if consciously you are not favor-minded, you are committing spiritual suicide. Because nothing will work for you. I don't care how skillful you are. I don't care your eloquence, your English, your background, wherever you are coming from. I don't care the people you are trying to connect to. If favor is not upon you, if you are not in sin with God's favor, forget it. The opposite of favor is curses. So it is God's favor that shuts the doors to demonic oppressions in your life. It's God's favor that erases generational curses in a man's life. It is God's favor that terminates weeping. It is God's favor that terminates hardship. It is God's favor that brings a man into the realm of influence and affluence. Hallelujah. Are you excited? 
Are you excited? Don't depend on your skill. Don't depend on your knowledge. It is good to be skillful. It is good to have knowledge. All of that will be zero without God's favor. Because the principalities, the spiritual wickedness in high places cannot obey you if you lack the favor of God. They cannot obey you. To the intent that not unto the principalities and powers in heavenly places might be made known by the church the manifold wisdom of God according to the eternal purpose which he purposed in Christ Jesus in whom we are boldness and access with confidence by faith of him. Praise the Lord. Ephesians chapter 3 verse 19. It says Ephesians chapter 3 verse 19. Look at this. And to know the love of Christ, which passes knowledge, that ye might be filled with all the fullness of God. The fullness of God is his favor. The fullness of God is what? His unlimited favor. The fullness of God is his unlimited favor. His unlimited favor, his unlimited kindness. Amen. Because I told you that in the New Testament, the word kindness is added to favor. So it's grace and kindness. Have you forgotten in Romans chapter 2 that don't you know that it is the kindness of God or the goodness of God that leads you to repentance? That leads men to repentance? Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Let me read it again. And to know the love of Christ which passes knowledge, that she might be filled with all the fullness of God. So when you know that Christ loved me so much, that he has redeemed you for you to enjoy his favor, for you to enjoy his kindness, then you'll be filled with that favor and with his kindness. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. You are filled with all the fullness of God. Amen. I said you are filled with all the fullness of God. Amen. You are filled with all the fullness of God. Amen. In the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Do you notice that verse 20 said, Now unto him that is able to do exceeding abundantly above all that we ask or think. Now listen carefully. You see, ask and think in the realm of the spirit. You don't ask. You only think. And it will happen. I hear me. In the natural, you ask and think. But the scripture says he's able to do exceeding abundantly above all that we ask or think according to the power that worketh in us. The power working in us is the fullness of his favor. His unlimited favor, being filled with his unlimited favor, he makes what you ask and think unlimited. He's able to do more than what you ask and think because of his unlimited favor in you. As you are conscious of his unlimited favor, in you. Praise the Lord. Amen. Look at Ephesians chapter 4. 
Ephesians chapter 4. Look here. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. Verse 7. Ephesians chapter 4, verse 7. But unto every one of us is given grace. That is favor. According to the measure of the gift of Christ. Wherefore he says, when he ascended up on high, he left cap captivity captive and gave gifts unto men. He gave what? Gifts unto men. Now he that ascended, what is it? But that he also descended first into the lower parts of the earth. He that descended is the same also that ascended up. Far above all heavens. Listen carefully. Listen carefully. He that descended is also, is the same also that ascended up far above all heavens. That he might feel all things. A time is coming. Not a time is coming. But the redemption in Christ Jesus has made this statement a reality. He ascended above what? Heavens. All heavens. Peter said he was caught up in the revelation to the third heaven. To the what? To the third heaven. And uh, we are told that that's where God dwells. <laughs> Amen. Maybe that's where he has his presence. This scripture said that Jesus ascended up above all heavens that he might feel all things. May not anything ever created materially and spiritually he might feel all things. Anything ever created Materially, spiritually, he is lifted above all heavens. So he must feel all things. And we know he feels all things by what? By his favor. Hallelujah. He feels all things by what? By his favor. He feels all things of his fullness. We have received favor upon favor. Grace upon grace. Hallelujah. Amen. Let me read verse 10 again. He that descended is the same also that ascended up far above all heavens that he might feel all things. All things. Things spiritually materially the cosmos the universe the elements seasons times dispensations worlds to come worlds that are not yet been imagined if there are more worlds to be created all you will fill it up thank you Jesus thank you. hallelujah Amen. so wherever you are there's a direct current of his favor flowing to you towards you. 
wherever you find yourself, there's a what? There's a direct current of his favor flowing to you. Unlimited flow of his favor. Unlimited flow of his favor. Why? He is lifted above all heavens where he is filling every place. Things spiritually, things materially, immaterial things, whatever it is, whatever name you call it, he is filling all things. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Dispensations not yet conceived by man, he's filling them. Words not yet being conceived by man, he's filling them. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Ephesians chapter 2. Ephesians chapter 2. As we run up, Ephesians chapter 2, verse 15 going. 15 to 16. So, if you want to really enjoy God's favor, you need to study the book of Ephesians. It carries information of God's favor more than any other book. Study the book of Ephesians. Study Romans. Study John Gospel. Hallelujah. Look at this. Having abolished in his flesh the enmity, even the law of commandments contained in ordinances, to make himself of two, one new man, so making peace. Hallelujah. The enmity between God and man, Jesus broke that down. You know that? All right, verse 16. That he might reconcile both unto God in one body of the cross and by the cross. Have this slain the enmity thereby. That he might reconcile unto God in one body by the cross. By the cross. By the cross. That he might reconcile all things to himself. I think that one, that one is in um, Ephesians. Are the same Ephesians or Colossians? That he might reconcile all things to himself, whether visible or invisible. He might reconcile all things. So everything has been reconciled. Everything is in sync. Creation, as it stands now, is in sync with our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen? Creation is what is in sync with our Lord Jesus Christ. And if you are in our Lord Jesus Christ, if you are in Christ Jesus, creation is in sync with you. You are in sync with creation. So therefore, favor is your portion. Unlimited favor. Unlimited favor. Everything. That is why I say, for we know that all things work together for our good. Hallelujah. Because you are in sync with the creator himself. You are in sync with the creator himself. Creation is in sync with Christ Jesus. And you are in sync with creation. Hallelujah. So don't listen to these motivational speakers. They won't give credit to Jesus Christ. They will just say, you know, when you wake up any morning, just be thankful, be grateful, appreciate, you know, be... You see, and they don't tell us, they, they don't want to give credit to Jesus. These are new age teachers. To be grateful to who? Who? You to be thankful to who? They said be thankful to the universe. Stupid. Which universe? Who created the universe? So so many Christians have been deceived even by this new age teachings. 
Jesus is filling creation. He has filled the universe. He has filled everything. So when you wake up, your thanksgiving must be directed to him. And as you do that, the universe works for you. The elements work for you. Times and seasons work for you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So, so as, as you are conscious of God's unlimited favor, time and seasons will work for you. Are you getting it? As you are conscious of God's unlimited favor, times and seasons will work. That's what I'm telling you. Not to be favor-minded is suicidal. I'm telling you the truth. Not to be favor-minded. As a believer, you are not favor-minded. You are not favor-conscious. Ah, yeah, yeah. Look, you, are, you have signed your death sentence. You have given the devil lashes to torment you, to torture you, to keep you and your lineage in bondage, in poverty. You will fast and fast and fast until you... Hey. Hallelujah. 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 Take me, I have received, I have received of, his of his fullness unlimited favor. Unlimited I have received of his fullness unlimited favor. Wherever I find myself, unlimited favor will locate me. Time will work for me. Seasons will work in my favor. Time will work in my favor. Seasons will work in my favor. The universe will work in my favor. The elements will work in my favor. Because I am in sync with the most high God. Because I am in sync with the most high God. Because I am in sync with the most high God. Hallelujah. We are the most privileged men and women across the globe. There's no, there's no other group like us. Amen. There's no other group like us. Everything was done in Christ Jesus. And we are in Christ Jesus. And we are one with him. And everything is working for our good. Time is working for us. Seasons are working for us. The universe are working for us. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Based on that, you cannot be poor. Hallelujah. Based on that, poverty is over in your life. Based on that, hardships are over in your life. Hallelujah. You have, everything is under your command. Everything is under your control. Everything is under your control. He has reconciled everything to himself. When he rose from the dead, he dislodged principalities, powers, rulers of darkness, spiritual wickedness in high places. He made a show of death. He took the keys of hell and death. So everything is in sync with him. Hallelujah. A better creation in Christ Jesus. A better creation in Christ Jesus. Just like Adam didn't lack anything in the Garden of Eden. This new Adam, the garden, whatever was in the Garden of Eden is nothing compared to the Garden of Eden that Jesus provided for you and I through his work on the cross. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We are blessed. We are a blessed people. We are blessed above all nations. We are blessed above all people on this earth. We are blessed above nations. We are blessed above everything called human on this earth. We are blessed. We are blessed. We are blessed in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You are born of favor. You are born of favor. 
You are born of favor. Tell me, I am born of favor. I am born of favor. Favor unlimited is my portion. Favor unlimited is my portion. Hallelujah. I am overflowing with God's favor. I am overflowing with God's favor. You are overflowing with God's favor. You are overflowing with God's favor. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. That's why the devil doesn't want the message of grace to be preached. He doesn't want us to focus on grace. Because once you focus on grace, you lose yourself and you find Christ. Hallelujah. When you focus on grace, you do what? You lose yourself and you find Christ. That's what Jesus said. I said, a man should lose his soul. He can't find it. He said, he that will lose his life on this earth, he will do what? He will find it. So when you focus on grace, you lose yourself. You lose self. Self will be gone. Everything will become Christ. You lose self to find Christ. You lose self to find Christ as you focus on God's favor. Man, I don't wish like stopping. I wish we could continue. We, we just keep going till we are, we are tired. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. As you focus on God's favor, you, you yourself, yourself will be wiped away and Christ will manifest. Christ will manifest. That's what Paul said, I am crucified with Christ. But nevertheless, not me. Christ is living. Christ is living. Christ is living. The only way he lives through you is through his favor. Through his unlimited favor. He lives through you. Through his unlimited favor. Finally, it will be justice to close without reading Romans chapter 5 verse 17. That is the border now of favor. <laughs> Hallelujah. That is the chapter of the message of favor. Romans chapter 5 verse 17. Romans chapter 5 verse 17. Praise the Lord. Are you there? For if by one man's offense death reign by one, much more they which receive abundance of favor. Or those who have received unlimited favor. And of the gift of righteousness shall reign in life by one Jesus Christ. You see that? So for you not to be receiving unlimited favor in spiritual society. For you, for you not to be receiving spiritual favor every day. That is the reason why most Christians are still bound. That is the reason for the war unending warfare prayers. Eh? It is the reason for unending warfare prayers. Chasing witches everywhere. The witches are even afraid of them and they don't know. And when they are busy burning witches, witches are saying, but we've not come to your area for the past three years. We've not visited you for the past three years. What is all these prayers for? They are still burning demons. Demons are saying, ah, we've not attacked you for the past three years. We've been very quiet. We have even removed your name from our registry. You are no longer part of our candidates. What is all this? Because the believer has refused to receive abundant favor, the unlimited favor, to reign in books. Because they are not reigning in life, they think the devil is irresponsible. You are not reigning in life because you have refused to accept the unlimited favor that is in Christ Jesus. 
That's the reason why there's unending spiritual warfare. Hallelujah. How much more those of us who have received unlimited favor, overflowing favor, overflowing grace, overflowing kindness of God. Hallelujah. Have you received that? Have you received unlimited favor to reign here on earth, to succeed on earth? You see, how much more those of us who have received unlimited favor so add unlimited favor to your skills. Add that to your strength. Add that to your wisdom. Add that to your understanding. That is how to run the race. That is how to run the race. Oh my goodness, thank God. Stand on your feet with me. Just lift up your voice and celebrate and rejoice in Him. Hallelujah. There should not be a day of discouragement. There should not be a single day where you should be discouraged again in Christ Jesus. No, 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 no. Wherever you find yourself, unlimited favor. No matter where you are, the, it doesn't matter the nation of the earth, unlimited favor. Unlimited favor. Lift up your voice and give him thanks. Give him thanks, celebrate him. Give him thanks, celebrate him. Open your mouth and celebrate him. Open your mouth and celebrate him. Give him thanks. Give him thanks. Your days of weeping are over. Your days of struggles are over. You, Your days of hardship are over in the name of Jesus Christ. Those days are over. Those days are over. Those days are over. Those days are over. Begin to celebrate the unlimited favor of God in your life. The unlimited favor of God in your life. Everything is working for you. Time is at your command. Time is working for you. Time is working for you. This is our working for you. In Jesus' precious name. Amen and amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Please bring the communion.